Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. So I I had actually taken a a couple of notes that I thought I might like to share with, with you guys. Just, you know, when I was thinking about the fact that um, God's really done a miracle here, I think. Um, it's an incredible, incredible response to Heart for the House. And, and I'm just so excited. I, was, I felt really moved. And um, those of you who would have uh, seen me last week, you know, crying down the front, <laughs> like almost the whole way through the service. And for those of you who know me well, you know that I'm not a crier, maybe once every three years. <laughs> and I found myself, you know, being really moved to tears both in the morning and the evening service. And uh, it was really, uh, apart from the fact that I just sense God's presence really powerfully in the place, um, which is always really, really moving. And it's a a place that we connect, you know, it's what it's all about, isn't it? God's presence. Um, But it was so moving to see so many of you, you know, come down the front and put your pledges into that basket. And I just thought, you know, (laughs) we get really hung up on money, and it's just so sad when we get so hung up on money because it's really not about money. It's about us being free to partner with what God is wanting to do. And just to see so many of you choose to partner with what God's doing here. Now, obviously, harmony is just one part of the body of Christ, but it's an, it's an important part for us, you know, because it's where we live, right? Right? But I, I just feel it's so sad when we kind of get hung up on, on you know, uh, on, on the whole mechanics of money and, and when we can be actually free to give and to contribute and to, to come into that place where God is, is doing what He wants to do in us and through us and that place of freedom that that brings. But what that just does is it's not just a, a case of it's not just freeing for us as a, as a church or it's... it's us as individuals, you know, when we can actually trust God for our future, trust God for the things that He says He's going to do, that we know that there's not a place of scarcity or lack, you know, that there's so much more room for, for everything that God has for us than, than, you know, what we can imagine. His promises to us are so, so amazing and so big. And sometimes we kind of constrict what God is doing. And, you know, <clears throat> whether you approve or you, you, you don't approve, God is doing something spectacular here. We are seeing transformed lives. Oh, my gosh. We're seeing transformed lives. We are seeing uh, people healed saved, delivered. We're seeing people continually stepping up and starting to walk into their destiny. Now, if you don't approve of giving to that, then please don't give. But if you think that you want to be part of something that God is doing in the kingdom here, please do and do with a generous heart. I think one of the most encouraging things, apart from the amount of money, is the number of giving numbers exercised. 
So it's not just about the total, but it's the amount of participation, the amount of uptake. So more of you have decided, you know, again, it's not about the amount, but more of you have decided that you're going to, you're going to be part of this. And that excites me more than anything. Um, when I was thinking about it, you know, I was thinking about the whole fact that, um, you know, sometimes we can have this attitude of entitlement. And um, <clears throat> I just felt like, you know, gratitude is the antidote for entitlement. Gratitude is also the antidote for cynicism. You know, for those of us who are cynical, you know, we've been perhaps wounded in the past and in a church setting. People have, have uh, been dishonorable in how they've handled funds. They've been untrustworthy and so our trust has been broken and so we've become very cynical about how churches function with money. And you get all these stories of, of really unhealthy models of, of how money's being used. Um, but gratitude is a good antidote for that. And being grateful for everything that God has given to us. Gratitude is also an antidote for fear. You know, sometimes we're fearful about uh, what's happening in our life and that God is wanting to bring us courage and comfort. And fear focuses on all the things that could go wrong. You know, and I think a lot of people's mistrust comes from the fact, well, they're going to do it wrong. And gratitude focuses on all the things that could go right. And when our gratitude is based upon the power and promises of God, we have an abundance of things that go right. And gratitude is also a great antidote for scarcity, a scarcity mentality. We talk about it here as an orphan spirit, but it's really about scarcity and lack. An orphan spirit is that we're, we're fearful that there's not going to be enough for us, that we're going to somehow miss out, that we're going to be overlooked. But when we come into that place of gratitude, that's a great antidote for that. Gratitude-based thinking places us on a stable position of thankfulness. We are able to identify the ways we are blessed and connect with the positives in our lives. Because we know we have been blessed, we are blessed, and we are able to anticipate being blessed even more. Isn't that great? So coming to that place of gratitude, you know, there was that old, old um, thing that said, you know, about our attitude, having an attitude of gratitude is an important thing, and our attitude depend, uh, determines our altitude. <laughs> so looking around, and you know, quite frankly, there can be a lot of things that can take us down. Circumstances can present themselves that can rob us of our joy and rob us of a sense of God's presence with us. But I just want to say to you, when we start to come into that place, of thanking God for everything that's good in our life. Everything that is coming from His hand that is of a blessing to us. Even when difficult things come against us, we're able to stand and we're able to rejoice and we're able to walk in a sense of joy 
and a sense of purpose. And that's what God is wanting to do for each of us. He's wanting to establish us in our identity, establish us in community, and establish us in purpose. Amazing, darling. So cool. You know, it's about uh, gratefulness. We're not going to talk about two, it's Thanksgiving Day, but the thing is, though, we're not going to teach about the whole thing of Thanksgiving, but Catherine touched on it. And it's amazing. You know, it's wonderful to be thankful after something happens, but it's kind of easy, isn't it? If something good happens, you'd be thankful. But the miracle happens if you're grateful before something happens. And that's the life that God wants for us. We see Jesus even with the five loaves and the two fishes when the miracle, when the 15,000 people, I think, were there. It's a feeding of the 5,000. Those are men and children. And, and, and he says, five loaves, and he gave thanks. And when you give thanks, multiplication happens. So the thing is, though, it's good for us to be thankful before things happen. Be thankful for the house you don't have yet. Before, be thankful for the wife or the husband you haven't got yet. Be thankful for the race you haven't got yet. Be thankful for those things because you speak into being what is not as if it is. Very powerful. The whole thing of thanks, thankfulness is so powerful. I, want to, I have one more psalm as thankfulness. I want to say this to you because this is beautiful. One, psalm 105. It says, go ahead. Give God thanks. For all the glorious things he has done. Go ahead. Worship him. Tell everyone about his wonders. Let's sing his praises. Sing and put all of his miracles to music. By the way, we're looking at that too. Do an album. And Marcus and Jonathan and, and, and uh, Mackenzie are going to go to Bethel. And we're looking at this. Uh, Marcus has, has, read a, has written some songs. Catherine's got songs. Jonathan's written. There's a whole bunch of people writing songs. So we'd love to have uh, an album sometime uh, throughout church. Our own songs, which is going to be amazing. So it says here, you know, the miracles. Let's put them to music. Shine and make a joyful boast in him, you lovers of God. Let's be happy and keep rejoicing no matter what. Seek more of his strength. That's what this conference is all about, coming this, strengthening in this time. It's been quite hard for some people, you know. But all of us have been hard, but some people really struggle in life. And so we need to be strengthened. Come and find strength in the Holy Spirit. Strength through teaching, through the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Seek more of Him. Let, let's always be seeking the light of His face. Let's always be seeking the light of His face. Last weekend, and these couple of weeks now as we've been sowing, a powerful spiritual activation has happened. Now, you may be aware of it, or you may not be aware of it yet. But things are happening in the spirit, which are really, really powerful. We did not just give a few dollars into an offering for Heart for the House because we love this place and we love the mission. We actually were involved in spiritual warfare. We were involved with spiritual activation in our lives. We're actually talking about going into our next level of Christianity, spirituality, Christianity, our understanding of God and what He does in our lives. We actually go to another level. I've seen several people in this church have already experienced this. Last Sunday, the last, I was talking to several people here at the end. Some people couldn't even sing the last song when we sang, oh, praise the name. People were just choking. They were crying. Because it was so powerful because there's a correlation. And I want you to feel that. This morning, I really, I have some thoughts here, which I, which I tell you right now. But I want you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because I really believe there's an exchange happening right now. There's an increase 
of anointing, of power, of, 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 of love, of just the activation of the spirit because of what we did. And I'll tell you in a minute, to kind of make legal through the scripture, but I just want you to be aware of it and almost say, hey, listen, even if you don't see it, just start receiving it right now. Just start receiving what God is doing in the spirit. What we did last week was really putting our heart in the right place. Now, I'm not saying that, that all of us haven't got the, the right in the right place, but some of you needed some alignment. It's putting because the, letting go of money is the hardest thing for most people because of this, it's just the way there's stronghold on people, heart, orphan spirit, all these things. And we just love money, you know? And the thing is, though, so the hardest thing, but it's also the most powerful thing when it starts happening. It's very, very powerful because when you put Jesus first, things start happening. Start happening in the Holy Spirit and divine alignment starts happening in your life, not just your life, in this church too, because we are the body of Christ at this particular fellowship in the city. It's amazing. What you also will find is, is, is that your passion and your support and your love will go to greater levels for this house and for the Lord and for this mission. You'll find this. And, of course, Jesus talked about it because the heart always follows treasure. And the heart also releases treasure, even the treasures of heaven. Now, Jesus said this, for where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. In the passion, I like it even better, for your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. Your heart will pursue, your faith will pursue what you have as your treasure, what you love, your heart, your finance, your love, your faith will pursue this. So as we do this thing, particularly money, I think last week was not so much about money, although it was about money. It was really about faith. It was really about trusting God. It was really about mission. It was really about the things that God wants to do in and through our lives. I wrote this down, the riches of this world, Oh, no, I have to read it first, sorry, before I go, sorry. So, so it's like prayer. Prayer moves mountains. Prayer releases things, right? Faith is substance, right? Substance. Faith is not just some something. It's not some, some nothing. I have faith in God. It's just I have faith that he exists. That is nice. That is a faith. But the faith of God, the substance of God, is active. It's power. It's pure liquid love power, Right? Come on, stay with me, please. Yes. Just say yes. Even if you don't understand, just say yes. <laughs> just say yes. Faith moves mountains. Look here in Luke 16. I said it last week, but I want to say it again to you. If you have not handled the riches of this world, this money, with integrity, Jesus talking, why should you be trusted with the eternal treasures of the spiritual world? Now, there's a very strong link I want to show here from the Bible, a strong link between money and riches and the kingdom of heaven, and what happens in the spiritual. And this is what I wrote. The riches of this world, money, the riches of this world affects his world. And his world coming down. His kingdom coming down into, into the earth. I'll say it in a different way. What you do in the natural determines what will happen in the spiritual. It's true. I'll say it another way. What you sow in the natural, and I felt really strong about it last week, so in the natural, you will reap in the spiritual. So when we do what we can do, then he does what he only can do. And Jesus was saying here, guys, 
Not only is it where your heart is, the whole finest thing, it should be the first thing that you'll be able to surrender to me. But he says, when you trust God with money and you trust God with generosity and those kind of things, then the true riches of heaven, which is the spiritual riches of heaven, which is salvations, healings, miracles, supernatural provision, the God stuff starts happening with that. If you can't do that, then this stuff won't happen. Or maybe a little bit. But not as much as when you do that. And that's why I am so strong about this whole area of finance and giving. Because I know in the end, it is all about the mission of God. In the end, the results and the effect of this will happen through our life in greater measure when we are faithful to God in this area. Not only for the mission of this church and this mission of the world, but also for your own personal life. You will be so much happier in your own personal life. And what comes around, goes around. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. When we trust God with finances, then he will entrust us with the riches of heaven, but also with finances. I'll tell you something else that's going to happen right here. Because of our faithfulness in giving this last week, God is going to entrust this house with more money. It's just the way it is. You watch it. You watch it. Through your life, you'll start saying, I never planned for this. How on earth is this possible? It's possible because you're faithful and God loves it and he's going to work with that because he can trust you. And I want God to be able to trust this house in the area of finance. Serious. Because I think it's so important for the mission that we have in this place. And you'll find greater power, anointing and provision in your life. You'll find also what happened last weekend You'll find also as you partner with God in this area, you'll find that your passion for God, your alertness in the Spirit, your joy in the Holy Spirit will all increase. That's why you're so happy, right? <laughs> I can see it. I feel it in the house. so happy like this. That will increase in your life. You'll find that breakthroughs are easier in your life. They're just coming. So like we saw this now, the testimonies this morning. It has happened. Because of this. I know that in this realm, freedom happens in your life like never before. You'll find, hey, I'm actually free in this. What happened here? Something happened in the spirit. Because you were faithful, something happens in the spirit. Because the natural will affect your spiritual. You will receive more anointing, more power like never before. Actually, what's happening is the spiritual climate around you is going to change. It's going to increase. It's going to change. Because you're partnering with heaven. God always partners with thanksgiving, with praise and worship, and with generosity. Because that's his heart. And so when he, is, when, when he feels that, when he senses that, when you have that attitude of gratitude, it will determine your latitude. How high we're going to go. And I really felt today that God wants to lead us into another level. Did I say something wrong? What did they say? Latitude. Okay, well, latitude, that's wide. Okay, latitude and altitude. New quote. Come on, guys. Like I said last week, we only live once, guys. We live once. I want to have the latitude. I don't want to waste my time. I honestly, I don't want to waste my time in my life. We can go wider and we can go higher like the love of God. Man, we can experience the love of God, how wide, how strong, how deep, how long, whatever, all stuff, right? In the same way, 
We can enjoy the love of God and the power of God in our lives in more longitude and altitude in every way of our lives. Now, and I want to go after that. Not just by myself. Not just with Catherine. Not just with these beautiful people in the front row. I want to go with all of us. In the back row, the front row, and the people who are watching right now online. I want all of us to move in this area. You know why? Because Jesus deserves it. You know why? Also, because the world deserves it. Because they're waiting for you. They're waiting for God. They're waiting for hope. The mess that is in our lives is just incredible. Like I said the other day, the suicide is the highest in the world. And even now, the last couple of weeks, some of the guys were saying, really bad. Not this youth, by the way. It's bad. Because there's no hope. There's stuff going on. We're going to stop this. I'll tell you one thing that's happening. It's a spiritual thing. It is not just an emotional kind of sonship type thing. There's a spirit. Because of the things that have happened, somehow we have allowed in this city those things to operate. Spirits of suicide, all this kind of stuff. It's got to stop. And you know how it's going to stop? Us. With Jesus. Praying. Worshipping. Releasing the power of God. Angelic stuff happening. We're not afraid of demons. They're everywhere. But the angels is two-thirds is angels. And they're powerful. And they're small. The Holy Spirit is big. Angels, small. Devil, small. God, big. Holy Spirit, big. Jesus, big. You know? So the thing is, though, we're gonna, I, I prophesy right now, and I believe it, we're going to come into a time of warfare in, us, in our nation and in our city right now and in our church that is gonna, that's going to get the devils to flee like never before. And we're going to turn this thing around of suicide and stuff like that. Come on. Let's start believing it in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that you are doing this in our time by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray you give us the strategies of heaven. Father, I pray you put a passion, a passion be, be, be behind everything, Lord, that you have for us. And we want to be faithful. We want to be found faithful, Lord, and good stewards of the mission that you've given us to, to go and make disciples. And if part of it is warfaring, if part of it is laying our lives down, Lord, if part of it, then, then that will be the part of it. Because we want to honor you, Jesus, with all of our lives. In Jesus' name. We want to go to another level, guys. We want to go to another level. And you can't get emotional about it emotional about it. Sometimes you just got to scream a bit. Just scream a bit. I mean, in worship, you know. You know, every time I prepare, when I, when I prepare for these messages and when I do this, I, I often, and people say, well, crazy guy, you know. In my office, what's that noise coming out of your office, you know. But I just worship, you know. I put the thing on, you know. Part of what I do here is, and with Catherine, is, is in some ways leading the way in this area of, of the Spirit and, 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 the, and the elders and the leaders with us here, that we are moving forward. Now, one of the main things to do is just put your worship music on. Yeah. In the car, in wherever you are, put the blimmer music on. And start worshiping yeah. God. And when you face some things, say, God, thank you, Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And my praise and my thanksgiving, things are going to shift in my life. Yeah. Things are going to shift in the church. Things are going to shift in this nation. It's going to shift. We're not going to take this anymore. Yeah. Now, that kind of attitude is powerful. We had our last prayer meeting here the other day. Only 20 turned up last Friday, right? Friday, two Fridays ago, right? Powerful, but only 20 came. I suggest that we have a citywide, churchwide, we call it a city prayer meeting that all of us turn up. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That'd be cool. I tell you what we can do in two hours or a one and a half hour of just worshiping God and just praying and declaring, man, we're going to shift. Yeah. There's things happening. Yeah. There's a call on this house. I know there's several others in the city, but there's a call on this house yeah. to bring the kingdom in a way 
that we are called to do and we are anointed to do. And maybe even unique for. Not that we're better than other people. It's just we have a unique call. Other people got other unique call and other unique call. We're all together at one big puzzle. But one of the things that we have has always been everybody around the world always tell us we are spearhead. You're going to break open anointing. There's this kind of thing like this that we have. We're like this icebreaker. Well, that's what we are here. So you are part of this. We are this together. It's not me and Catherine. I can't take that all. You know, we take that. We take the brunt like this, the Holy Spirit, let's go and, you know. And so that's what we do together. So if, if we acknowledge this and we know this, then we go ahead with this and we start making things happen. Because God only has us. There's nobody else there. And so we have the authority to start speaking those things, to start praying those things, to start believing those things. I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit excited at church. Is that okay? We've got to be excited too. If we can't be excited at church, I don't know where you can be excited about it. When we sow into the kingdom of God, we will have kingdom of God results. It's just the way it is. Miracles in every way. And that's where I want to be. And the heart for the house thing, to finish it today, is that we want to reach more and more people. Why? So that we can love Jesus more. And that he receives more glory. And that's actually in the Bible. I read it last week, but half of you are not here, and I really want to read this again. 2 Corinthians 4, it says, We continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had. This is psalmist. Probably David. <laughs> He's so amazing. I believed God, so I spoke. Everybody say spoke. 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 We know that God who raises, raised the Lord Jesus Christ will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace, let's say it together, and as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. Now, did you know, I didn't put it down there, in the, in the King James Version, that's the King James Version, you know, there, this is like, here's almost like, here we thank God after people are reached. There it says more like, as we start thanking God for the people, people will be reached. Yes. There's something about thanking God already in advance of time and praising God in advance of time that we will start seeing the harvest come in. Thanksgiving is very, very powerful. Now here we have here, we have the same spirit of faith to Corinthians in the Passion that is described in Scripture when it says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. Here we go. So we also believe and then what? Speak in faith. The last two weeks, in particular last Sunday, we did pledges. We spoke in faith. You came here to put something in there in faith. It's now working in the heavens. All the stuff is right now working in the spiritual realm. It's faith. And faith is substance. Things happen. Things happen in the spirit. We do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus will raise us up with him and together we will be brought into his presence. Here we go. Yes, all things work for your enrichment so that more of God's marvelous grace will spread to more and more people. Amen? Resulting in even greater increase of praise to God, bringing Him even more glory. Come on. So no wonder we don't give up. Come on, guys. Don't give up. Be inspired by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. We don't give up, for even though our outer person is gradually wear out. I mean, you got some lines now. I'm 55, and it irritates the heck out of me, and I lose some hair. Irritates the heck out of me. You know, our outer gets worse. 
Although some people do very well to keep, so, like my wife, keep very well, you know, like keep it up, you know. But in us, inside of us, look at this, inside of us, we're being renewed every single day. This is scripture. You are being renewed inside of you every day. Come on. Every day. We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. Right? We see our difficulties as sub the substance that produces for us an eternal weighty glory far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen but what is unseen. We focus our attention on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. We are speaking faith, guys, all of us, into your own life, into a church, into our mission. We're speaking faith together. And things will start to change because we're speaking in the unseen realm. And that's where power is. That's where God is. That's where miracles happen. We speak into that realm. All of this is because of Jesus. All of it. And so we're just going to take communion. We're going to, set, we're just going to worship Jesus right now with communion. One scripture, 1 John 3.16. It says, this is how we know what love is, what Jesus did for us. Jesus laid down his life for us. And so we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that, in that person? Dear children, let us love, not just with words, not just speech, but with action and truth. This is what happened last week. We are speaking with action and truth and substance and reality of the kingdom of God. Jesus paved the way for us. Let's follow his example. And as we come to the communion table, we take the bread. And that represents his body that was broken for us. A powerful exchange. We give him our stuff, but he gives us his stuff. His stuff is really good and really beautiful. There's an exchange. So as you take today, as you take the bread, as you take his body, celebrate the Lord Jesus. Thank you for your life that you give to me. Thank you for your life in my brokenness, Lord. It heals the things, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you give to me. By your stripes, I am healed in Jesus' name. And then we have the cup. It is the cup of bliss. It is the cup of beauty. It is the eternal cup of glory. The blood of Christ that's shed for you and me. Not only for forgiveness of sins, he paid for that once for all, but also to bring us into a new covenant, a kingdom new covenant where anything is possible and where we can live life as sons and daughters of God, releasing the kingdom into the earth, the greatest joy and the greatest privilege that all of us have in this world to do in our lives. So thank you, Lord, for this beautiful meal. We share together this Thanksgiving meal with gratefulness. We're so grateful for everything you've done for us, Jesus. We wouldn't be sitting here today, Lord. We wouldn't be excited about today, Lord, was it not for you. We thank you for eternal life. We thank you for the Holy Spirit right now and the life of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for everything you've given to us. We give you praise. And as we take this meal, the substance of your presence, the substance of your being, may we be strengthened and enriched 
in this time in the name of Jesus. Now before we have this meal, all eyes closed, I want to make sure that we all know Jesus. Not just know of Him, but that we've had a radical transformation on the inside when He comes to live inside of us with His love, His power, His forgiveness, everything. Is there anybody in this room who said, Gideon, I need Jesus. I, need, I want to celebrate communion with you. But I first got to give my life to Jesus. I first got to receive the love of Christ in the life. Is there anybody here? Just lift up your hands. If, you, if this is you, you say, man, I need to receive Christ. Is there anybody in this room right now? Do it right now. Lift up your hands. But I want to pray with you. The most important decision you will ever make in your life. Is there anybody here? Anybody here? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord. Father, I pray again, Lord, that we would see, even this week, we would meet people where we work on the streets and schools that we can invite to church. We can invite into our lives. We can be Jesus for them and bring hope to their world. Divine appointments even this week again. In the name of Jesus, amen. Can the service come, please? And let's celebrate. Celebrate Christ together.